we're gonna talk for like 20 minutes and then we will be done yes we're just gonna oh oh we're gonna throw our mics on the ground gotta be careful with who's holding that yep all right it's the late evening and we had some wine and we're just gonna say what our hearts feel we're still having some wine uh it's more research required (laughs) (laughs) you know sure it's a it's a mini-sode whatever science and technology together we're in the same place we're recording with one microphone so and two wines quite a fair amount of wine mm-hmm. so we are currently both in chicago in our friend's apartment our friend isn't here our friend aurora very kindly is letting us use our apartment despite the fact that she's not here and yeah. i just said our apartment it's not our apartment <laughs> it's her apartment it's my apartment now i've taken control of yes. it But anyway, we're in Chicago. Neither of us really know anything about Chicago, but we thought we would talk about Chicago-related research topics. Yes. So, Abby, uh, you mentioned one initially. Would you like to talk about the first thing that we brought up? Uh, I guess what you're talking about there is uh, this was actually a suggestion by a friend of the podcast previously mentioned, Shelby, which is the topic of uh, strong feelings over Chicago pizza. Um, Amy's raising her hand. Amy, I'm calling We forgot you. to say our names. Oh, we did. I'm... Okay. <laughs> I'm Abby Norling-Ruggles. I'm Amy Giacomucci. This is More Research Required, a podcast where we are currently drinking wine and saying and talking about what research studies we could do. We can, like, put that one after the credits. Yeah. It'll be good. Or the, after the music. Yeah, we're good. We got it. This we got gonna this. going to be a great episode. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, Chicago pizza. I don't have strong opinions about Chicago pizza, despite the fact that I am from the Midwest. Many people do have strong opinions about this. So I'm wondering, I guess my question about Chicago or various styles of pizza is like how close you have to live to a place to like feel allegiance to that pizza. Do you have a you have strong pizza opinions? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, So Chicago deep dish pizza is not a pizza. It is, and the only reason that people so, like it is because. Let me clarify here for a second. There's Chicago pizza, Chicago deep dish pizza. Chicago has multiple styles of pizza, but oh. uh, neither of those styles are pizza. First of all, um, one of them is a casserole. That's a little strong, I would say. I guess I maybe do have opinions about pizza, but anyway, continue. One of them you is a casserole. Describe the various styles of pizza for our listeners. Oh, of course, yes. Yeah. So the t- so one of those pizzas that are Chicago pizzas, and imagine scare quotes around the word pizza every time I say it in this context, is oh deep dish pizza. <laughs> it's deep dish pizza, which is just like a lot of dough, just a ton of dough. And then you put the cheese on top of the dough, and then you put sauce on top of that. And I think that the toppings go under the cheese. I get. I don't. I've never actually had Chicago deep dish pizza. It seems very gross to me. There's like a lot of sauce, so like, and a lot of bread. Like too much of both those things for sure. And you have to wait forty minutes for it to happen. Also, which yeah, it's a lot. I mean, right? It's almost like a hot dish or something, but it's like not a good one of those. Um, would you like to explain what hot dish is for all of our listeners who are not from Minnesota? I mean, it's a casserole, but Midwestern. <laughs> 
All right. So when I called it a casserole, I wasn't wrong. Thank no, you. Okay, but like it's got to have specific <laughs> characteristics. <laughs> this is not a Chicago topic. This is a Minnesota topic. So I feel like we can't get too deep we're into in it. Midwest. Okay, but we we were gonna we're gonna talk about the Midwest so much on this podcast in the lifetime of this podcast. Um, but you know, I mean, hot dish like they've got they're like if if it has like tater tots on it, then it's probably a hot dish. Anyway, let's get back to pizza. Why? Look, the tater tots are important. They're part of our cultural heritage. Did I tell you, did I ever tell you about the time on the 4th of July that I just walked to the Statue of Liberty and there was outside of it a, um, what's the word, like a pogo stick, a professional pogo stick competition to try to beat a world record for the highest <laughs> jump. And the person who did, his name was Biff. He was from Idaho and his granddad invented tater tots. This is the most American experience that anyone has ever had. <laughs> it was the truest 4th of July I've ever lived. Wow, that's anyway, amazing. Yeah. Anyway, so back to pizza. Um, so deep dish pizza, not a pizza. You have to wait 40 minutes for it. I think the only reason people like it is because of cognitive dissonance, because you pay a bunch of money for it, then wait 45 minutes for someone to make it and bring it out to you and you get a casserole and it's not a pizza. Yeah, I mean, it's also not really a casserole. I just, I don't think it's good. I mean, again, I haven't had it. So, like, I'm sure that there are things to like about deep dish pizza, but I don't know what they are. I think it's good if you're not expecting a pizza and you are hu- and you are hungry because you waited 40 minutes for your dinner. Okay, so do you want to go over, like, other styles of pizza briefly? I mean, like, the main difference between New York and Chicago would be crust thickness mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so the thing about chicago pizza is a of all they cut it into squares which like means that you can eat eight slices of pizza and feel like you've really accomplished something but also another thing about chicago pizza is that it's a flatbread it's not a pizza so you just have a very narrow definition of what a pizza is and is yes it, is it in fact based on new york pizza which is also, you know, just a regional variant of pizza. New York pizza, or as I call it, pizza. No. <laughs> Wrong. Okay, name one other pizza that is actually a pizza. Okay, well, I actually have two here. All right. One is the fact that, like, most of America doesn't actually eat Chicago pizza or New York pizza. We just have, like, regular pizza that's not a style. It's, like, the neutral of pizza. The other thing is that my actual favorite pizza place is, like, super, like, snobby about how it's, like, Neapolitan and, like, Italian. And it's so, it's so good. It's the best ever. So, there's that. Um, Italy notwithstanding. Um. Okay, fine. I guess Italy's just not <laughs> part of this this scientific study that we're doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, what about, like, um, like, baked potato pizza? Do you have any feelings on that? What do you mean, what do you mean by baked potato pizza? Like, if a pizza has, like, potatoes on it instead of tomato sauce, how do you feel about that? Oh, is it, like, potatoes and rosemary and the potatoes are, like, sliced thin and everything? No, like, mashed potatoes. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> it's the Midwest. <laughs> what, has the, what have we done to you? Like, what is it that we did? It's a really you? good kind of pizza. <laughs> Why would you put mashed potatoes? What is? What else is on it? Like cheese and vegetables. What kind of cheese? Cheddar, probably. I don't know. This is like genuinely upsetting. <laughs> you gotta come to Minneapolis and have this pizza because it's actually very good. I'll go and I will eat that, but I don't, I'm not gonna call it a pizza. 
AO, like, first of all. Okay, so, like, what's your definition of what a pizza is? Um, oh, it really feels like you're interviewing me, which is very... <laughs> yeah, I really like this, like, switching the mic back and forth. It, like, <laughs> it's a very good news reporter vibe. Okay, so, uh, yeah, thanks. A pizza is, like, first of all, cook, cooked in, like, a brick oven if possible. The crust is, like thin but not so thin that it like is cracker consistency because that's what a flatbread is um and like a thin like a regular layer of sauce not a especially thick layer of sauce and like mozzarella cheese on top maybe and if you're doing a white pizza olive oil and mozzarella cheese okay so white white pizza is okay by you yeah yeah it's a pizza even though it doesn't have sauce yeah you don't need sauce to be a pizza, but you do. I do think that it has to sort of follow some kind of the pizza rules. You know, cheddar cheese and mashed potatoes is like. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know if it's cheddar cheese. I don't know what kind of cheese it is. Okay. Yeah, no, I think that your your pizza rules are arbitrary and biased. And I think we should conduct a survey of the country to figure out what true pizza is. True American pizza. Also, this study could be funded by DiGiorno. We could get them. Solid. Good. We got it. We're done with this one. Yeah. Now, do you have another topic to talk about? Um, okay. So, yeah, I actually do, which is the first thing that happened to me when I got to Chicago is my mom and I were walking down the street and we were trying to figure out how to get to like a vintage store that my sister told us to check out. We were talking about it and someone who was walking very quickly past us stopped and turned around and said, oh, that's right down the street. It's right there. Do you want some directions? And gave us directions. And we are from the East Coast, and that doesn't happen. So are people in the Midwest really nicer to strangers than people in the Northeast? And if so, are they generally nicer to people in their social circles as well? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question because I feel like, I mean, this is, again, it's, I'm sorry, people. It's just going to be about Minnesota. I don't know about Chicago. I know about Minnesota. But like, you know, quote unquote, Minnesota nice is like uh, people use it to mean both real actual niceness of like being friendly and helpful and like, you know, helping out strangers on the street, whatever. They also use it to mean very polite and passive aggressive. And I think it could be either of those things. And I don't know which one it is actually. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that part of it might have to go to sort of um, hospitality culture and like guest culture. Like there is a, I think that there is. Yeah, um, ask versus guest culture is definitely related. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, we're trying to like explain things that we talk about. So ask versus guest culture would be um, different sort of standards for politeness where some places it's considered impolite to like ask a straight question if you, you know, ask your host that you're staying with to do something for you if you don't know the answer will be yes whereas other places it's impolite to um you know to assume things so like uh there are some cultures where or, or some i guess regional subcultures of the u.s where it's uh the standard is to ask for things the burden is on the, per the person who's being asked to say yes or no Whereas in other parts of the country, the burden is on the person asking to guess whether the answer will be yes or no. And when those come in conflict, it often seems like people are being rude or not understanding things, but actually they just have different social standards. Yeah. And like a lot of it could also go into communication styles. Um, for example, there is, um, oh gosh, I think that it's colloquially, colloquially been referred to as like 
the Jewish slash New York style of speaking where like people are expected to talk over each other and having a conversation. Whereas um, the, I believe it's Southern conversational style. Is that right? Maybe. Yeah. I took one semester of sociolinguistics. So like, and I took zero. (laughs) We're great linguists. (laughs) The best. Um, So, and in that style, it's more like you wait for the other person to finish and you talk then. And that could also give the impression that Northeasterners are less polite, less interested in the people they're talking to, etc. This is also related to, uh, in some areas of the country, it's considered polite to, um, and this actually is a sort of an international issue as well. In some countries, it's considered polite to always make small talk before getting into business. And I think this is actually an issue that lots of um, Americans have had abroad. Like in France, you know, if you just go into a store and start asking the storekeeper questions about like buying things, that's considered rude. You're supposed to start with, hi, how are you? Whereas in the U- in some parts of the U.S., it would be considered rude to go up and start like making small talk with a a person who's working in a place because you're like taking up their time and like they're on the job so they can't like refuse to talk to you. Yeah, um, just a quick plug for uh, respecting the space of people who are doing a job and cannot and cannot leave your presence without getting fired. Just that is extremely important. But if it is your cultural norm to make small talk with shopkeepers. Go ahead and do that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So I don't, I have no idea how we would determine like whether people in Chicago are nicer to strangers than people in Philadelphia, but we're not really doing that in this episode. So we can just pose the question. Also, like, I think that I lived a way that we could do it. Yeah. No, I mean, right. We got some anecdote here, but like we got to, we got to science it. Yeah, but, like, we could science it, like, if we got enough, or we wouldn't even need a lot of participants, we could just get, like, two people to continually walk down the street having conversations about how to get somewhere. Definitely do one of those fun, like, man-on-the-street things where you just follow people for, like, hours. But we've solved this topic. We did it. We're good. So I actually, I have one other one that's also a suggestion from Shelby, um, which is that, uh... The sort of the idea of the second city, you know, Chicago being a second city to New York, but it's not actually the second biggest in the country. It's like second culturally. Um, and so, like, is that a thing? Like, what makes Chicago the, the quote unquote second city? And also, like, are there other similar cities around the con- like around the world in different countries? And like, what are the commonalities between them? I'm really unfamiliar with this, I think. Yeah, I feel, I mean, like, again, I'm not an expert because I don't know anything about Chicago despite, you know, Midwest, whatever. Um, But, like, in in a lot, I guess, I mean, historically, I think there have been a lot of things in which New York was first and Chicago was second. And I think Chicago has kind of a complex about that. Is that how the Chicago improv scene, like, got Second City? Like, is that named as part of a yeah, I think, New York I mean, my understanding is that, right, New York, like, in, in terms of, I guess it, in that case it's specifically comedy, but, like, also in terms of, you know, like, theater and stuff, uh, New York was the first city and Chicago was the second city. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like to take a moment to do a Google? I am currently doing that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. This Wikipedia article is not really illuminating a lot about where uh, Second City gets the same. Well, let's just speculate wildly about it. Well, I already did that. Do you have speculations? Um, 
really they would just be the same as yours because I don't know anything about it but maybe it's there's a secret underground Chicago so like unlondon style or like neverwhere style and that's actually the first one that's solid yeah so so right I mean it's like uh um what's that the one with the different londons there's like four londons oh that's um why are there so many books about multiple londons um that's a gathering of shadows no what's the first one called Ugh, i don't know it's the one with a guy with lots of coats yeah v schwab yeah i don't know what it's called uh the third one i think is called a gathering of shadows something with darkness in it yes again with the riveting audio content (laughs) this is what you come here for kids you get what you pay for okay anyway i feel like we did this episode good mini-sode we did it it was a real episode that we did it was the realest episode we could imagine thank you so much for hanging in with us while we spend our time together as good friends in our friend's apartment who isn't here and slowly take it over uh so our music is marie curie by the crips off the album discover science um we have a tumblr that's more research required.tumblr.com and we have a twitter which is more research underscore uh you can get in touch with us at the twitter or you can email us at more researchcast at gmail.com and we would love it if you would get in touch with us or rate and review us on itunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts yeah so um that's about it so until next time uh drink some wine with a good friend and stay curious Can we end this with a toast? I think oh, it would be cute. Sure. Clink, ching, ching. I don't know if that was a good sound at all. We could also like edit in a sound effect. In yeah. Place. Oh, let's do that. <laughs>